Bible Speaks with Audley McLean. The Bible Speaks is a weekly ministry of Harvest International. Our prayer is that the Bible Speaks will encourage you in your study of God's Word. You will be able to contact Audley at the address given at the end of this broadcast. And now, here's Audley. Well, greetings. Although I have not provided a title for the messages I've been delivering over the past several weeks, We've been looking at the process aspect of the Christian life. So perhaps you might entitle these talks, The Christian Life, The Process in Progress. For any who are not part of our audience in these last couple of weeks, just a brief word of explanation will bring you up to date. At the beginning of this series of talks, we pose the question of whether Christian salvation experience is a moment's decision that is like a crisis experience, or is it a lifetime process? And we've taken the position that salvation, God's salvation in Christ, is both a crisis moment and a lifetime process. The crisis moment is that moment when an individual realizes and, ex- realizes and accepts the fact of being a sinner and understands that God loves him or her, repents of sin, and embraces Jesus as Lord and Savior. A decisive life change takes place in that moment. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it's described like this. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. A divine transaction has taken place. We examine the scriptures in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, as part of our review last week. There we learn that we are saved by grace through faith plus nothing, not of works. If this is the moment you come to God in repentance and faith, in that moment you trust Jesus as Savior, the Bible says you're saved and ready for heaven. Based on God's promise, I can confidently tell you that if you were to die immediately after trusting in Jesus as Savior and Lord, you would be headed for heaven. God says it, you believe it, and that settles it. This is the message of Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. This is true and irrefutable. Incidentally, that is what the whole epistle to the Romans is all about the absolute certainty of God's redemption in Jesus Christ. But here in Ephesians chapter 2, there's more. Verse 10, the next verse says, We are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. In earlier broadcast, I described that verse as the believer's job description. The believer's job description. 
the process in which we find ourselves, to which we have made a commitment. You see, some of us have a little time, and some have more time. We don't know. My first wife, Norma, had completed the process in 27 years. She was gone. In my case, it has lasted for over six decades longer. So inasmuch as we don't have any guarantee of the extent or process period, we do know that we have a job to do, a work to perform. And so as we continue our discussion on this important process aspect of our, our redemption, the believer's salvation, which is both crisis and process, we remind ourselves that we are not saved by our works, but we are saved to work, to do good works for God. That's where the Apostle Paul and the Apostle James shake hands. There are those who claim that salvation message of the New Testament of Paul is different from that of James. They consider them opposites one to another. My friend, nothing could be further from the truth. In James chapter 2, James declares, But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. That's a great summary of the argument about faith and works. This is truly a reminder that Christianity is a show-and-tell religion. James is appealing to all of us in words that we often use under different circumstances. We have all heard or said the challenging word, put up or shut up. This is James's message, put up or shut up. That is similarly Paul's message. In Ephesians chapter 2 and 8, verses 8 and 9, we are treated to the faith necessity. And when we get to verse 10, we have the works responsibility. The faith necessity and the works responsibility. That's not only the message of James and Paul. It is also the message of Jesus Christ our Lord. Let's join him and listen in as he wraps up the great sermon on the mount. Watch out for the false prophets, he says in chapter 7, verse 25. Watch out for the false, I'm sorry, verse 15. Watch out for the false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. My friend, Jesus was saying it. In other words, put up or shut up. Christianity is both show and tell. I think the testimony of Jesus, James, and Paul are enough for every believer and should be enough for you. I want to be sure I never miss the opportunity to invite you to come to faith in Christ on your own as your personal Savior and thus to begin the process as you await the return of the Lord Jesus for the church. You see, you're coming to Christ in faith 
plants you into the body, the church. You become a member of the church of God, not the church of God down the road, the church of God that is all over the world, of which Jesus Christ is Savior and Lord. As we continue to examine this process, this walk, this work period aspect of our salvation, let me make an observation that the crisis moment and the process lifetime are both imperatives, but they occupy vastly different amounts of time. And in the words of the New Testament teaching, we have the process spelled out over and over again. I've not made an estimate of the proportional time and word differences between the process and the crisis, but maybe one day I'll do that. But it's clear that the process in which we're living and working needs to be labored, spent time on, because it continues. In my case, like I said, for decade after decade after decade. Christianity is the process, is the crisis on display. From process aspect of our discipleship, we're on display. The world is looking. That is how the show part of our show and tell religion is carried out. May I share my angst with you? I am more than a little disturbed by the inappropriate manner in which the word Christian is used loosely, is used in our cultural settings. The moniker Christian is attached to more dubious causes and persons than I have time to mention, causes and persons that bear no relationship to the message conveyed by the message of the New Testament writings or the New Testament examples. The New Testament uses the word Christian only three times. Anybody who has been reading the Bible for a while understand that. And in each instance, it is related to the disciples of Christ and is applicable to all who are true disciples of Jesus Christ. Please listen to what I'm about to say as it is profoundly accurate. Nowhere, nowhere, nowhere in the Bible do we find the disciples of Christ introducing themselves as Christian. Let me repeat that. Nowhere in the Bible is there any instance in which the disciples of Christ introduce themselves as Christian, nor do the writers of the New Testament address their listeners or readers as Christian. Acts 11.26 records that Barnabas and Saul taught the assembled church for a whole year, and that there the disciples were first called Christians. There is continuing debate among the brightest and the best theologians regarding the title Christian. But as far as I can see in many translations as I've read, there is no contradiction of the fact that the term Christian was used of others, by others rather, of the disciples, used to describe people who followed Jesus Christ. In Antioch, it is suggested that the world around the church noted, they noted the radical transformation of some of their own community people. And they, as they were wont, liked to identify groups of individuals by the way they conducted themselves. 
and they decided to call this particular group Christians. The people who met in that house or in this meeting place. May I suggest to you that they saw Jesus in the disciples in Antioch. There are two other instances in which the term Christian is used in the New Testament literature. The first is Agrippa's probably sarcastic question of Paul, as Paul defended himself and the gospel before King Agrippa. And his testimony at his trial, Agrippa said, Are you expecting me to become a Christian? Do you think you, in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? You can come to your own conclusion, whether that was sarcasm or the deep conviction which he was covering up with his sarcastic words. The next time we read the word Christian in the New Testament is when Peter, writing to the church at large to encourage them and to encourage us not to allow the fear of the haters and persecutors to bother them. They were being marked out, ridiculed as Christians. My friend, I wonder if that were the case today, if you'd have so many people declaring themselves Christian or communities declaring them Christian themselves Christians, or countries calling themselves Christian nation. I urge you today to accept the fact that Jesus Christ calls upon you as an individual to take a stand. The word Christian should be a way in which people identify me, identify you. God help us to take this to heart and make it meaningful in our lives. For Jesus' sake. Amen. I've wandered far away from God. This program is cared for by listeners who care. Your prayers and financial investment in this ministry helps to keep the good news on the air. We look forward to hearing from you and invite you to write us at Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478. Again, that's Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478.